Hey, hey, audience. Good evening. Good afternoon. It's not evening yet. It's uh, mid-afternoon. I want to say welcome to another episode of your Destiny in Disguise. Today, our host is um, Roman Petcher. Did I say your name correctly? Almost. Uh, Roman <laughs> uh, Fisher. Oh, Roman Fisher. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Like a, uh, like a fisherman, kind fisher, of. Yeah, okay. like a fisher. Yes, good to have you today. Um on our platform and um you're going to be um sharing a little bit of yourself with the audience you know a bit of introduction and how you you've been where you're at today so um stay tuned audience as we dive in to hear from um Roman Fisher take it away awesome yes so my name Roman Fisher. And yes, yeah, so I am an actor, model, bodybuilder, and high performance coach all in one. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, I got that forward one going on. Um, so yeah, I do a combination of film acting and voice acting, but also fitness modeling. And when I'm not doing any of those things, I am competing in competitions now and then throughout the year, uh, one to two competitions typically. And then also helping people, and this is one of my favorite things, helping people transform just our overall minds and bodies both throughout their lives. Wow. So what have bring you to this point of want to transform people's life? What have motivated you? What inspired you to start this? Yeah, definitely a few different factors and um, variables throughout you know my life and my past. Uh, one of which being actually my younger brother getting into weightlifting and strength training, as some say, so seeing him, you know, pick up the weights himself and actually make those improvements on his body and those changes going from more skinny to stronger and even more muscular and just defined and seeing that because I was also pretty skinny growing up as a kid throughout school. So seeing him do that, make those changes that inspired me very much to actually want to pick up the weights myself especially with my younger brother it's awesome. like okay if he can do that if he can do that truly i can too <laughs> so i gotta definitely pick up the weights now and try this out for myself so after that i got into weightlifting that's like the ultimate segue that led me into physical fitness now my diet wasn't really clean or for probably a better way of putting it my nutrition wasn't really clean nutrition i just kind of ate whatever and whenever i felt like it and whatever i saw in front of me still so i was disciplined or i i'd say fairly disciplined in weightlifting and just my physical activity but my nutrition was not very disciplined at that point so this happened about when i was 15 16 when i got into fitness but I wasn't really very aware of what I was putting in my body and the stuff that I was aware mm -hmm. of. I didn't always care what I was putting in my body, which obviously wasn't a good thing to be, you know, dealing with at that at that time. And because, you know, you got to be aware of what you're eating and drinking for maximum and optimal health. So what really led me in that just a healthier eating pattern was actually there were a couple things that led to that. One of which it was me just doing some even light researching on the internet, mm -hmm. not a whole lot, but some researching on like what's in our food, what is in our drinks that we have and consume almost on a daily basis, if not a daily basis. 
not even to mention, of course, the obvious, you know, fast food that's not good for people, but all the ingredients that people have in our foods that usually we can't pronounce. <laughs> and that's how you, you uh, oftentimes know it's probably not good for you, you know, you and your body and your overall system. So knowing that and finding out some of the really toxic chemicals and pesticides and ingredients that go into our foods and drinks, that actually inspired me and motivated me to not want to eat as, you know, dirty as I was eating, just to put it bluntly. Um, but also in addition to that, <clears throat> in addition to that, my grandpa actually passing away, you know, someone I knew and I loved and story. cared about. Yeah. yeah. See, like when anyone in your family, especially someone that you really know and love and and you're really close to you, when that happens, when that occurs, it's it not... give you a wake-up call, right? Right. And it's not an easy thing to deal with. So mentally and emotionally, it's going to drain you at least for a brief amount of time, if for some people, you know, a long period of time, understandably. Now, with all that, though, I did have, you know, that depression, you know, that just disappointment, the emptiness, and just, yeah, sadness, just to put it simply imagine, from yeah. that event. But after all that did happen, and after all that did occur, I also realize you know this does suck this situation is hard it's really difficult to deal with as it would be for anyone else to have to deal with but i can't let this prevent me from keep it down. you know my yeah. my own health and i got to make sure that for not just myself but other people i don't want to go down that same route so i want to actually use this pain for fuel and fire to actually help my own fitness journey and not only just better myself in my workouts, but with what I'm eating now, because my grandpa, he actually was a heavy, heavy sugar addict. And that was one of those, mm. at least one of the few things that really led to him getting that, you know, cancer that did develop and then eventually led to his death. So wow. knowing that it's like, wow, it's hard to deal with. It's really rough, but I don't want to go down. Uh, I don't want to go down that same path. And because I don't want to go down that same path, I'm going to make those adjustments, you know, for my diet, because awesome. I actually was a huge, it's crazy, but I was, um, I used to be anyway, a really huge sugar addict myself. So wow. I really struggled with not, with to, um, to avoid avoiding, it. yeah, to avoid I struggled it. with avoiding candies, you know, any sweets of any kind, pastries, cakes, I mean, you name it, even cereals that have a lot of sugar. It was hard to, you know, stay away from that and right. keep that out of my sight and especially keep it out of my out of my mouth. <laughs> so um, but after I realized just what it does to you and then, of course, what it did to my grandpa, that was a wake up call, like you said, just to get out of that and to little by little. I mean, it didn't happen overnight like most things don't. But it was a gradual, but very much an effective process and progress from unhealthy eating to cleaning my diet up and having, you know, a clean mm -hmm. nutritional pattern and lifestyle for myself. And ever since, I just felt so much better. I, I slept better. My, you know, depression, ADHD that I had, even before my grandpa passed, that all just cleared up quite a bit. And I rarely ever you know, 
have a lot of trouble sleeping anymore. I, I just feel better, more, yeah, just more energized, mm-hmm. focused. My mental clarity and focus is there. And I'm just laser focused on what I want to do and what I got to do with my life. And knowing that I'm able to help people out around me and share that same passion for fitness and well-being, it's really, really rewarding to say the least. Are you a vegetarian now or a vegan? What's your... Right. So I'm actually, I don't, and that's funny. A lot of people, I'm not definitely none of those. Not to say you can't be one of those if you want to be, that's obviously personal preference by the end of the, by the end of the day. But for me, I'm actually not under any like strict one specific diet or fad diet. Frankly, I don't even believe fad diets are worth having because they usually don't last at least not that long. They might work for a bit, but they're never a permanent, you know, fix. It's like a quick fix. But by the end of the day, I always tell my clients and anyone else that may not be a client that these fad diets, you know, they don't really work unless your calories are in check. And that's really all it does come down to anyway, is, you know, calories in calories out. You got to make sure that you're burning more calories than you're putting in your body, you know, And that's how it is. You got to make sure your calories are adjusted to your activity level, your height, your age, your weight. And that's really what's going to make or break your results. That'll either sway or give you the results you want. And that's, that's all can be done, you know, without a fad diet. Mm. Now, the only like one diet, if you want to call it that I would actually recommend is a high protein diet. So no matter if you're trying to gain muscle and strength or lose and burn fat, you know, having a lot of protein is always important. So no matter your fitness goals, that's the only one specific diet that I actually recommend to anyone out there. Now, of course, if you want to go on a fat diet, that's personal preference again, but Mm -hmm. I don't really suggest it for long-term results because it's not very sustainable and people fall off so easily because they're so restrictive and some people's you know bodies are not capable of handling and you know ingesting or intaking a lot of fat let's say like with the keto diet it can work for some people but it's typically not a long-term you know fix or a diet that you can actually uh, stick to or stay on so yeah i have said a lot and i have try to, you know, calculate them all in my head and keep yeah. them in my head. Um, when it comes to change, any change, it tends to bring um, fear and anxiety, especially changing your diet. And it only happened because you get a wake-up call. Many times when we are young, we tend that we have time. Oh, I can eat all the fats in the world. I can eat all the sugar in the world. I can have all the salts in the world. But hey, young people do get sick. And um, it has to take a wake-up call. You have to take something to happen for us to come to the realization that um, healthy bodies healthy minds, healthy mind, healthy bodies. And I always say this, I have a a therapist um, before that she was all holistic. And she always says, if you have a healthy mind, you will have a healthy body. And if you don't have a healthy body, then it will surely affect your mind. So we have to also make sure that we balance um, our, our lifestyle. 
you know, yes. um, even our thoughts, you know, put away the negative thinking, try to think positive. I know some of these are easier said than done, but we have to set a priority. We have to, you know, set a, a, a goal or a boundary towards our change in life. And um, I hear you says a lot, you know, your grandfather who have passed, it must be hurtful. I just, you know, you know, imagine how painful it is to lose um, such a loved person that is so close to or dear to your heart. And um, I'm glad that you made the change. Um, I'm not a lot of um, eat, eat, uh, meat eater. I I tend to eat a lot of fish and beans um, have in my diet. I don't eat a lot of red meat and stuff just to keep away. I don't push it on people. You know, when people ask, you don't eat this, you don't eat that, I explain my reason to because I want to um, stay healthy. You know, if you want to live a long, um, long life, I think it's it's better for you to be, be healthy. You don't want to be 80, 90 and, and sick. You know, living long, it's a gift. It's a blessing. But if you're sick and aching and in pain every day, is that something profitable? I don't think so. So it's right. good. So it's good that um, you take the initiative to make that change. Um, so um, what inspired you most? I don't know if you had answered that question before. If you did, um, forget about it. But did did you answer that question? No, no, your... I have not yet. Okay. I, no, I have not. <laughs> but yeah, what inspires me the most? I would honestly have to say, really, and I mean, I used to, would probably back in, you know, back in the past, I would probably say that what inspires me the most are my past accomplishments and my, yeah, just my vision for the future, which that does inspire me a lot. But what inspires me the most, I'd say even more than that, just by a small bit, is actually seeing the clients that I've transformed and seeing how I can not only see their changes and transformation from where they were to where they are now, but also knowing that I was the driving force to help them with that. And then be, knowing that I was part of that change, that inspires me honestly the most. It's really, wow. really, really rewarding. Very rewarding. That's the yeah. word I was going to use. Even in my nine to five job, the purpose uh, there that really mot motivates me, it's, it's rewarding to know that I have an experience and with the experience that I have, I'm able to um, get in the field of a peer specialist and go out there and help the less fortunate, the more vulnerable community of people. Um, I work with people who serve um, 16, 20 years in prison um you know the convict of committing murder and things like that and when you hear their story you, you it, it makes you want to cry sometimes you know to yeah. you know um last week i was with one of a client and he was basically saying you know when he went into prison he he um cell phone was just coming into existence and so now he's out you know he have to learn how to navigate these things and it's very sad to hear such story and you know young guys in their 30s and their 40s saying these things so for me doing the job that i do it makes me feel um um rewarding what was your biggest um obstacle that you you overcome to get where you're at today the biggest um obstacle Yes. So I'd say my biggest obstacle right now that I've had to overcome really 
was honestly going from eating unhealthy to actually eating healthy. Okay. Now, it's definitely not an obstacle anymore. It's one of the easiest things ever. Like, I don't even have a cheat meal. I don't even think about, you know, snacks or candies or cakes or anything like that. Because uh, my brain's not conditioned or addicted to that anymore. But that was my biggest hurdle or challenge that I had to just overcome and break through. You know, because when your brain's so adjusted mm-hmm. to a certain food, whether it's good or not, it's actually going to be very hard to break away from that because your brain's so used to having that and your gut's so used to ingesting that and your whole body is just, it's used to that. So whatever you're putting more into your body is what your body is going to crave more of. So basically put in, you know, good, get good out, put bad in, get bad out. Mm -hmm. Just a simple, you know, um, phrase there and the simple philosophy there. That's what really you know, it's going to make or break your health and your overall results, especially if you have fitness goals that you're trying to achieve at the moment. So that's really what I would say was my biggest challenge was because I used to really, really be addicted to, let's say, Twizzlers, you know, Reese's, Mm -hmm. Slim Jims and uh, Cheez-Its, all of which have a lot of sugar and a lot of salt and a lot of sodium and are just not really good, have a lot of chemicals even, you know, BHT, I believe is in Cheez-Its. And that's one of those things that preserves freshness, but also can lead to cancer. And so all those things I was heavily addicted to. I mean, I used to go through a whole, like not even joking. I used to go through a whole package of Twizzlers by myself. Wow. Like not even good. All the artificial dyes and colors in that and the sugar. What's a Twizzlers? Is is it a long red candy? Yes, licorice. <laughs> yeah, basically long red. Uh, you can get it in different colors, but dip, yeah, typically long red licorice. I, I have an idea. Candy. I think my son used to used to eat that, so I have an idea what what that is. I'm no, I'm not so much of a sweet eater or snacking, you know, person. So um, I don't really have issue with that. Um, so you would basically says you um you reach your personal growth when it comes on to um accomplishing these things that you you accomplish you know you get over your hurdles of eating a lot of sweets and now you're at a point where you can look at it and say hey you're no longer my friend you know and, and exactly so, <laughs> so yeah, right. I, I, okay okay so what's your organization is like the group or the people that you serve. The community. Yeah. So typically, um, like the clientele or community yeah, cl- that I yeah, help. Clientele, clientele, yeah. yeah, the clientele that I really help in uh, laser focus and target, you know, is they're typically, I mean, guys and girls, but typically middle-aged women mm-hmm. that are in their like mid-30s to like 50s. And ones that are really busy, sometimes busy moms that are, hardworking they work a lot of hours nine to five typically and it's hard for them to catch a break (laughs) yeah it's hard for them to catch a break and so you know how it is to just find that time to have just enough time to work but also at least a little bit of time for yourself outside of that to not only eat right eat healthy and make sure you're eating enough but not too much and getting your workouts in trying to just balance out those three things not even to mention if you have kids trying to balance that in too with the mix of that. So 
definitely yeah just targeting those you know specific um types of people now not to say again that i don't coach guys few but those middle-aged women they tend to be the not knocking guys here but they tend to be the most consistent clients with workouts mm -hmm. and getting those really good solid those really good solid results that they otherwise you know wouldn't get if they weren't consistent i i agree um on that when you says especially females or mothers in particular because I, i'm a mother i'm 52 and i signed up for um crunch and nice. In the beginning, in the beginning, I, I was regular. Now I I don't go anymore because my life is so caught up with with my nine to five jobs and other things that I that I do. Um, but um recently I'm thinking to um plan like a, a cruise or a boat ride, just something and untitle it mom's recess, you know, mom's recess because moms um are more overworked not that guys don't know no offense that that guys don't work but you know moms always taking care of the home always taking care of the children and and themselves and other things like that and they don't make time for themselves to you know to rejuvenate and catch up you know with themselves and we wait until we go to the doctor and the doctor says, oh, you have hypertension, you have diabetes or what have you. We, we, don't, we, we don't take initiative. We wait until those things happen. So for me on my part time, I'm a travel um, advisor. So I'm, I'm planning like a, a cruise trip maybe for a couple of days where mom can just get away and pamper themselves and to, and to do stuff for them you know, so that, you know, they can live a long life and even set example for other females around them. And um, I, I think what you're doing is great also. It's for both men and female um, to open our eyes to see that we need to take better care of our health and to focus on the things that we, the goals that we want to accomplish in our life, such as good health. You know, and while we're doing that for ourselves, we can do it for our our partners, our children, you know, our friends, because we want them to live long as well. You know. Yes, exactly. Find me. I have ten minutes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um, that's 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 great, and that's awesome. And um, you mentioned one of your tag is um um personal development. So what would you what do you have to say to us on um personal development? Yeah, so I love to also just throw this around with clients and even sometimes just in content that I create for my social media whenever mm -hmm. people see it, but I love to just really nail down that motivation is key and motivation gets you going, but consistency keeps you growing. See oh, motivation. I like that. It's it's great. You got to have that initial fire to even do anything. But Could you repeat after, that? could you repeat that? Yeah. Motivation. So I love to say this. It's a really great quote. I actually, I can lie, made made myself if I do say so myself. But motivation gets you going, uh -huh. but consistency keeps you growing. <laughs> wow. So yeah, just understanding that. Motivation is good. Yeah, you, you know, you gotta have that initial spark or fire to actually get yourself, you know, pumped up and going in your life. 
from day to day with whatever you're doing, especially in the gym. But if you don't have that consistency, though, later to back up that motivation, it's not going to really pan out for you because that motivation could just easily burn out and go out like a flame. That flame like, could go out. I like out. that quote. I like this quote. Is it from right. you? Yeah, I actually, I actually did make that up. Not going to lie. <laughs> but if you <laughs> don't cool. have that. Thank you. Yeah, if you don't have that consistency, though, to back it up, that dedication and yeah, just overall consistency, that motivation, if it dies, you won't have anything to back it up with and you won't really be uh, staying the course then. So you got to make sure to have an action plan after you're motivated. So basically set a routine. So like, let's say if you're going to work out, you want to make sure after you have that motivation, just in the event that you might have that motivation burnout, that you're going to have a set established routine to work out, let's say three days a week and then start doing it. So whenever your, your motivation might go away, you at least know you have a routine set. So that way it's like muscle memory for your body to, just to go to the gym, even if you're not feeling like it. Wow, awesome. You have any books um, or any article out that you probably want to share with the audience? Sure. So I actually, it's funny. Um, I self-published my first book. I don't say awesome. it a lot. This is probably what I should say more. Thank yeah. you. This is what I got to probably mention more in these podcasts, but I have a self-help book that I self-published at a few years ago, actually at 19. Um, it's called Rules to Rule Successfully. Mm. And you can find it on Amazon. It should You can find it and you can have it in paperback or as an ebook. Awesome. You want to repeat it for the, the name of it for the audience sake? Yeah. Rules, Rules to Rule Successfully. And you can get that on Amazon. Anything else you want to highlight? Yeah, beyond that, uh, you can find my personal website. It's romanfisherofficial.com. So if you want to find out more about me, more about what I do and the clients that I've helped with their progress picks, transformations, and testimonial videos. And if you also want to become a client and you have some fitness goals, then you can go to romanfisherofficial.com and fill out an application. Beyond that, if you want to connect with me one-on-one -on, -one on social media, I would love to connect on okay. uh, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and LinkedIn. And that is Roman Fisher official. That would be my username or handle. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. I just want to say thanks to you. It was a long wait. However, uh, we made it. We made it. As I we said, did. yeah, it, it was like three months. Was it three months we have this I think about so, about, yeah, yeah, about, about three that, months. give or it take, was, yeah. Yeah, and um, the opportunity comes to us today so we could meet and share these important information. I myself um, have a book um, that's supposed to be out. Um, actually, um, well, it, it's finished. I just was reviewing and proofreading. So hopefully it will be in Amazon store on the, probably, I would say the 1st of January. It's called um, Shattered Reflection, A Journey Through Mental Health. Nice. So 
to shattered reflection, a journey through mental health. I also keep myself occupied doing my podcast, Your Destiny in Disguise. And I must say before I, I, I change the name to Your Destiny in Disguise, I it was first appear is here. Um, the reason why I developed that title is because many people did not know what I do. When I said I'm a peer, they asked me, what is that? What's a peer? So, you know, I said a peer is someone who have a lived experience of some form of mental illness and they help others to go through their recovery smoothly. So um, because it was kind of fresh, I says a peer is here. But as I go along and, you know, examine my, my own life, I see that, okay, um, things sort of popped out at me and I says, oh, I think probably this was my destiny. So now I come up with a new name your destiny in disguise oh, and yeah. um which means that sometimes things come at us and we question why me why why me why this have to happen to me but if we only patient enough to see the outcome and the result then we'll understand much better why we are in the the situation we are in or the position we are in you know, experience um, goes a long way. So if you have experience of something, then that means that you you can share, you know, better able to share with others. And that give me a different outlook on my life. I don't sub anymore and says, oh, I have anxiety, um, boots of anxiety or boots of depression. I mean, they come, they come and go, but I don't dwell on the fact and feel pity for myself and says, why me? I just look on the fact that, you know, your blessing was in disguise or your destiny is in disguise, leading you to where you're at right now in life. And that's my takeaway from what have happened to me in life. That's and awesome though. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool. Know? And and it's also for people when they listen to the podcast to know that they're not alone. We all struggle in various areas. We all have different needs and desires and goals and accomplishments. But until we recognize it and move forward, somebody says opportunity knocks. And if you don't have a door, build one, you know, so we have to take initiative in our life. So I just want to say um, thanks so much for coming on to the show today and um, be a blessing to myself, be a blessing to the audience who is listening. I know I have uh, learned a lot from you. And uh, as we venture over into the new year, I'm not making a new year's resolution. However, I want to work on my love handles. <laughs> that, that's, that's something I want to work on. I tried my best to eat, you know, healthy, but you know, and, and what I do sometimes, I only have one meal per day, which is not good. So I have to start taking time out to do that. And um, that's yeah. that's about it. You know, it's such a blessing. So um, we actually have a minute. I could stop the recording and then we'll... Um, so you finish with everything, right? Yes, definitely. Uh, okay. All right.